Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. Grab some snacks and settle in because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. I am your superior host, Ian Torrance, and we are going to be talking about Jurassic World Dominion. I almost said Jurassic Park, sorry. Jurassic World Dominion. Tonight I am joined by my good friend, well both of my good friends, my bestest friends. Start with Mr. Ian Joseph Tyler Wells. Yeah. In his in his Jurassic Park shirt for those That's of you right. who can't see. You know I had to represent Bobby Tingle with his Jurassic background. I hope that's a background, unless you're really in the prehistoric ages. Currently. I also am representing. That's an amazing background, by the way. Well, yeah. Thank you. I just found it. Yeah. I, how did you do that? I feel like I you're on a motorbike. I just Googled it and images. Like Chris oh. Pratt, and you're just running away from all those dinosaurs. Hmm. It's true. It's true. So. Got, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, he's got like explosions and everything in the background. But I guess that's a volcano. I was going to say. <laughs> You know, you know, pterodactyls are laced with C4. So, <laughs> so oh my uh, God. we got to get back to that because I want to say something about that. No, say it now while, while it's still hot. I can't because I, I guess it's kind of spoiler territory. All right. Okay, fine. We'll save it. Don't forget about it, though. Okay. So, so we're going to, we're going to dive into Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, World I'm sorry, Dominion. And uh, I'm gonna start with um, I'm gonna start with some box office numbers. I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, with what it's done so far. So the budget was the budget was about 185 million, as you would expect, because I mean everything's digitally done. Uh, Chris Pratt actually not in the movie; it was all digitalized. <laughs> I made that up. That's not true. <laughs> so box office wise, so far estimated around about 405.2 million dollars okay so i'm going to imagine that number is going to continue to climb um worldwide maybe not significantly because it's it's been out what um by the time this comes out almost a week so uh i, I mean i it did what i expected i i mean i'm probably expecting a little bit more but you know jurassic anything jurassic park jurassic world whichever you want to call it, it's all in the same uh world um no pun intended is basically it's it's gonna make money i mean we we, we know it's kind of a, a cash cow uh it's just like your normal franchise your jurassic park your your fast and the furious your mission impossibles uh, they're gonna make money we expect this it's nostalgia purposes you could you're going to go and keep seeing these movies and uh, they're going to be huge box office uh, draws, big, big numbers. So I, I think we've come to expect this, this, this kind of uh, audience from, from, uh, fr from these type of movies. And, and it brings me to the point that we've been trying to push home here lately. Uh, I don't believe this is on any streaming services. So fellas, my question to you is, do you think movies like this, um, even though this is like, I think, what, the sixth one in the series and the yeah. franchise, do you, do you think it's still important to, to keep making uh, movies in, in this series since they continue to be making money? Do you think it's keeping the film industry alive? I don't know if I'd say it's keeping the film industry alive, but I do think no. they're very, I think they're very fun movies. Um, I do think that 
you know, this trilogy is called Jurassic World and we really haven't seen a Jurassic World yet. It would have been neat to actually see that more explored. Mm -hmm. This is uh, one of those franchises that's kind of, I hate to put it in the same league. I'm not trying to put it in the same league is what I'm trying to say, but kind of like Star Wars. I feel like there's something there for every generation. So. Uh Okay. Even though we might not think like all the movies might not be all that great, like this generation might feel the same way we felt about the originals. So uh, as long as they're making money, I think they should keep making them. They're good family films that you can go to. Agreed. Yeah, and again, clearly people are still enjoying them. Um, Maybe like uh, review-wise, no, but I mean, people are still going and spending their their money at the theater to watch these movies, and uh, we've talked about this before. Derek and I have uh, definitely talked about this recently, if uh, not all of us on on one of these episodes. But um, movies like this, I think we talked about this about Top Gun, how much Top Gun made. It's usually like here lately, like the big budget, big draw movies that have actually been making like killer money have been like your superhero movies, like the Batman, um, the um, the any marvel movie doctor strange all those uh we've talked about how those movies superhero movies are basically big big draws keeping everything keeping everything moving keeping the the uh, the, uh the machine oiled and the train the train going uh top top gun grossed a lot made a lot of money uh made way past their budget and everything which is awesome so i think it's really cool to see uh to see movies continue in the same franchise and, and even though there's sequels and whatnot um just just keeping just keeping hope alive and keep keeping theaters going because i mean movie experiences for for especially the three of us and possibly derek if he's lurking in the background of the shadows like he normally is um <laughs> he's he says he's not gonna pop in every now and again because it's too hot but i guarantee he's probably got the the van on in the garage with the ac pumping so oh, yeah uh i don't know uh i don't know if you guys know this but uh jurassic world dominion uh critic wise it's been getting slammed badly very badly uh rotten tomatoes has it at about a 30 percent um before i get past that and into the audience uh, reviews do you guys agree with it being this we're not gonna jump into spoilers i just want a quick like do you agree with the 30 percent, or do you think that's a little rough I think it's a little rough, but I do understand it. Mm-hmm. Well, I personally would have gave it a higher score, but I, I understand that uh, where that's coming from because, like we said, as far as like a classic franchise and being like a family film, it's probably going to do good numbers. But uh, as far as like having the substance still there, like it did with the original, I think that's fading away a little bit as we continue on. So. Yeah, I mean, my fear is like it's getting to that point where just like for me personally, the the yeah, I brought up Fast and the Furious series. I feel like those movies jumped a shark a long time ago, and it just got ridiculous. And I I couldn't I couldn't watch them anymore personally. I can't. Just, I can't just, either. Just per- I, it's just getting ridiculous because I was actually thinking about that while I was watching this movie. I was like, one of these days it's gonna be like Fast and Furious twenty, and they're just gonna combine it with Jurassic Park and. <laughs> It's going to be a whole mess of ridiculousness, and it probably do well. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, something ridiculous happened to the point where, like, and again, I haven't, I haven't watched a Fast and Furious movie for a while, not to go on a Fast and Furious rant, but, like, something just like, you know, like, oh, well, they, they have missiles. They're going to bomb us. What do we do, Dom? Well, they ain't got family. It's just like, 
the cheesy one-liners and stuff it's just like and then they're jumping from a car from building to building and bob and i have talked about this before in one of them where they're in the middle of a desert and out of nowhere they're like let's take this back to watching we're gonna take this back to the streets or on our home territory i'm like that's where all the people are why would you (laughs) why would you take people back to the city and put all in and on a building that's on the top floor you know it's just it just got silly and and my fear is these movies kind of get sillier and sillier but uh I'll get into I'll get into how I feel about that here in a little bit. So now it's funny because 30% rotten tomatoes from the critics, 73% from the audience. So us rating these movies uh is about a 73% on there. That's a huge, I mean, that's 43% difference. So do you think that uh 73 is is a little bit better, a little bit more like well, where, where you would have sat on it? Do you think 73 is just maybe a little bit too high, even? I think it's too high. Okay. I think a lot of that number has to do with uh, nostalgia. I, I bet it's a lot of people probably in our age range who are yeah clocking in on that score. Like it wasn't terrible, but it definitely could have been better. But damn, I love some Sam Neil. So mm-hmm. <laughs> so so you put that up against, and I'll start with the first Jurassic World. Seventy-one percent Rotten Tomatoes score. Um, it had been years since uh since the Jurassic Park movie had been released. And then, you know, they kind of start from scratch. It's, it's, it's a sequel, so to say, I mean, not so to say, I mean, it is a sequel, but at the same time, like they didn't rely so much on older characters and older storylines to bring into it. And I think that's what, ha- uh, for Jurassic world for me was what had the, the charm and 78% people, uh, agreed, uh, 78% rating on Rotten Tomatoes for Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom dropped off with 47% and uh, Critic uh, 48% on the audience. So a lot of people loved uh, Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom, no pun intended, fell off a little. And then uh, Dominion, 73% versus the 48%. I know there's like a five to 10,000 uh person rating difference between the two so it always could tank it at one point but do you guys uh I think it will. do you guys I think agree? it will too uh, do, 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 did anybody think fallen kingdom was better than dominion i think so okay so we're gonna we're gonna jump into uh full spoilers now we're gonna jump into full spoilers okay and i'm gonna start with this um Dominion starts off a few years. Can't remember if anybody knows the exact number, throw it out there. A uh, few years after um, Fallen Kingdom. And for those of you that don't remember, I don't know why um, you'd be here if you haven't seen any of the other ones. But uh, if you don't remember, if you're trying to bridge the gap and think, what the hell happened between those two? Uh, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard have decided to... Um, save all the dinosaurs and bring well i guess they technically didn't decide to bring them here but by saving them and not letting them die they are directly responsible for them being here and now they're a part of our world you you can't go out into nature without seeing a dinosaur of some sort which is both scary and cool at the same time because they're not all out to eat us right you got some some herbivores out there some some plant eaters and i butchered that i butchered that badly that pronunciation but, but even the herbivores man like that triceratops that knocked over that jeep 
I yeah. was like, oh, y'all better be lucky it's herbivore because <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah, I'm sure they could still be aggressive, even though like you know you can still be attacked, even though it's not trying to eat you or even like a fucking bronco, bronco brontosaurus is. Uh, oh yeah, you're walking through and this giant paw comes down on you. Uh, you know, you just obviously got to be careful in situations like this. So uh, yeah, we'd point, be like an ant to that thing. The point being. Is you have these animals out here eating up the food chain on both sides of the spectrum, whether it be meat or plants. Okay. So I just, I'm not trying to be heartless here, but Ian Malcolm says in, in Fallen Kingdom, he says, we just need to let nature take its course again. Yes. And let that volcano go and wipe them out because that's, that's nature that's once again deciding. Yes. And, and I, I have to agree at that point because. We see like both sides of the spectrum. What happens like when they're on that island versus what happens when they're here? And like, I'm not saying like, oh, well, you know, you can't coexist with dinosaurs, but like, there's just there's no freaking way you can. Yeah, that's that's yeah, way too much. Like it's when they just... showed the pterodactyls on top of like I don't know what that was, the Empire State Building or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but like I was like, how the hell could we even live in a world like that? That's what I'm saying. I don't understand like how 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 uh how they could think it was a good idea to be like we got to save these creatures. It's one thing to save them on that island, but to be like, oh, we got to save them and bring them back here. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be heartless, but yeah. I, I love animals, and and if there's if there was a way, don't get me wrong, if there was a way that if <laughs> full disclaimer. Technical difficulties. I'm gonna uh, go back into kind of what I was saying here. Um, we had had a little glitch in the matrix here, but uh, back, uh, I'm gonna I'll dive back into what I was trying to say was essentially that uh, you can't coexist with these dinosaurs in in this plane of existence. Uh, I, I, I'm not heartless by any means. Um, not when it comes to animals at least when it comes to people maybe but when it comes to animals uh i consider myself an animal lover i, I don't want anything bad to happen to these dinosaurs now that they're back but at the same time it's just like it just can't happen you know what i mean like it just can't and and it was proven well said it uh they're freaking pterodactyls flying over empire state building over crowded cities it just it can't happen we can't we just can't and, and why uh, would you even get on an air, airplane? I know they had that little I thought about that too. Thing, but no, I'm not trusting that. Yeah, I, I thought about that. What, what if it glitches? What if it goes yeah, absolutely. out? Absolutely. Um, it's clearly a power outage can take care of that. I do have a beef with uh with that part. I actually I was watching that movie with Bob. It was just Bob and I in the theater, and I turned around and I made a comment. I will get into that here in a minute. I'm gonna rewind, I'm gonna go back toward the beginning of the movie. Um by saying it starts off with uh with owen and um what is her name bryce dallas howard's character in the movie does anybody remember her name owen and claire are with uh Maisie in in the woods okay i've got no problems with this so far no problems they're hiding out they're hiding Maisie. she's this she's this tiny clone baby and she's now what like 14 i think in the movie and she's being a normal teenage 14 year old girl she's not listening she's disobedient she wants to go out into the world she doesn't want to be cooped up in that cabin i get it here's my problem when when everybody goes outside and blue is out there stalking this man through these bushes and you just see her little beady freaking eyes and it's like I don't know if anybody remembers at the end of Fallen Kingdom, he's just like, come with us. And she looks at the cage and he just gives her the 
<laughs> I don't know why, but he does. And then she's just like, ah, and she takes off running. She's gone. And now all of a sudden she's stalking Owen in the woods and she has this little tiny little, little baby velociraptor and that's cool. Whatever. They explain that later. I get it. That was I a just beta. don't understand why she was there and then being so shitty toward Owen. Like, girl, you're following me. I don't know why you're mad at me in the first place. And and this brings me to like I said to this I, I said this to Bob when it happened. I turned around and I said from one until this one, the third one, I said Blue just got to make up her fucking mind. <laughs> At one point, you know she's well. Regardless, regardless if she makes up her mind on Owen or not, that's not the issue. The issue is Owen knows that Blue's around their cabin, and they let her go outside they let the girl go outside and blue only doesn't attack owen mm-hmm. everybody else is free game you know mm-hmm. he she can she can eat anyone and they don't they don't care about the girl to go in the woods just as long as she don't go across the bridge and she will attack him though because there was that one scene where she kind of slapped his hand I thought but that was the first time the yeah that was the first time she had ever she had ever done that and here's where the continuity issue for me comes in and the first one he's training all of them. He's got the clicky thing and he's clicking. He's just like, you know, the hand gestures and everything. And he's training them. And, and for the most part, they do listen to him. And then that scene, they're going to take down Indominus Rex and everybody's like in formation. And then the Raptors are in formation around Owen and they're going through the woods and then they get there and they communicate with Indominus and find out that the Indominus is part Raptor. Okay. Then they turn on everybody and attack everybody. And at the end, they come back to save Owen and the group okay whatever i get it there's a rapport not a problem part two of these movies literally shows him with her in the video raising her from birth and they talk about how they have this special bond and special connection basically like family and she's always got his back and then at the end she comes and attacks that uh endura raptor whatever that thing endo endo raptor uh, she comes back and defends Owen again, and and I love that. I love the relationship between Blue and Owen. I just, for the life of me now, can't understand like why she's being an asshole. I I think I that can be explained. Yeah, because when animals have babies, they change and get aggressive. Yeah, but she's not a normal animal. She's she's highly intelligent and was raised in yeah. captivity around Owen. And he even talks about her in that video that training video that Maisie was watching he says that she is highly intelligent more intelligent she's she's basically uh, uh smarter than than the average human is 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 what he, he pre- pretty much hints to so i just don't understand like i get she has a baby but she knows that owen and 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 everybody and claire at this point because she's defended claire plenty of times at this point she knows that they don't pose a threat i can understand her being shitty toward everybody else but not them. They, she knows they're not going to hurt her baby. She just knows that. Any other animal? I agree with you guys. Not this one. This one that's supposed to be like one of the most intelligent species that was genetically infused to be this this fucking smart. I, I, that's that's the problem I had with it. Or I wouldn't. I would so agree. Right like, the, what rejected. you're saying is what you're saying is right from the beginning. You had a bad taste in your mouth. Yes. And is I that going to be that. something that later on, maybe in, uh, if we get another movie where they'll be like, well, we won't get another just... Jurassic World. This is a, this <laughs> I'm is just the, saying, like, is there going to be something another movie later where they're going to be like, oh, well, that instinct just proved that uh, you can't overwrite animal instincts. The animal instincts always win. I could see something like that happen later down the road. Yeah, maybe. 
I I don't know. I just know that from the get go, I was just like Bob said, bad taste. Yeah, and uh, I, I I was worried. First act, I was very worried because it starts off really slow, and then that shit happens. I'm like, uh oh, this isn't good. And Let me then, tell you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead because I'm about to transition into act two. Uh, I just want to tell you all about the first moment for me in this movie, which came pretty early on as well. That made me giggle and like, really, why would you do that? Is uh when Chris Pratt's character is chasing that one dinosaur and he's on horseback, and when he finally catches up to it, puts the noose around its neck, and this dinosaur is like at least three times the size of this horse. And his first move is to try to tie that rope around the horse. I'm like, why are you doing that? That's going to turn out bad for you and that horse. <laughs> so that, and then he ties around that tiny stump. Yeah, that stump would have came right out of the ground. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, and there's no way he would have been able to hold that thing down. So, like, and I get it. I'm nitpicking a man tying up a dinosaur. I get it. But just like from there and then transitioning into the scene where you know they're they're going after Maisie and they end up in in that den of those other like I'm I think they're pretty much endoraptors or, or or some sort of species of it because remember they were responding to the laser and the thing the uh, just 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 like in Fallen Kingdom um so that when it's transitioning into act 2 got really strange for me too because it 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 for me like it turned it turned from a jurassic park movie into like this action thriller like like you're watching a combination of jurassic park and mission impossible and, and, I, and I, it was a kidnapping movie too yeah and i get it that was taken <laughs> i get that owen used to be uh what he was a marine right navy navy i think navy yeah i was with was the navy, navy not the navajo he was Navy and no girl was Air Force, she said. Yeah, so so that kind of, you know, I, I was like, nah, I don't know. I like no girl, man. by the way. It, yeah. it was, it was kind of weird. Was awesome. She was. So when when they all get on, when all three of them get on the plane and uh, transitioning into what Ian was saying earlier, if, if, if any of that equipment becomes faulty, those things are going to attack the plane, obviously. Correct? Oh, we, yeah. we all agree on that. Yeah, they so, were immediately on it. Yeah. So I turned to Bob at one point because they say, they tell Claire, you got to eject. You got to eject. And she ejects. And as soon as she ejects and goes out, I look at Bob. I said, I don't understand why they would think that'd be a good idea. <laughs> she's literally got nothing protecting her and she's going to be hanging in the sky for God knows how long with that parachute. Yeah. And it's brightly colored. They're going to fly through it, tear it. And when they're flying by they like, snapping at her, I'm like, okay, one of those things would have definitely got her by now. Their, their yeah. instincts are better than that. They're not just going to keep on they're flying by. Fly by slow she's down, not even like down. dodging. She's just floating down. So they're definitely going to yeah. get her. Probably so, the first swoop. <laughs> so again, I, I know it's kind of nitpicking, but that part kind of bothered me. Bob, you, you're with me on that, right? That was a little silly. She would have been, she would have fared off better in the plane, I thought. Yes, it was. I mean, man, dinosaurs were real creatures that once existed. So I think these nitpicks are fair for us to throw out there. And, and for Chris Pratt, for Owen to be like, don't worry, I'll see you on the ground. Well, then why are you sending her out there? <laughs> Don't worry about the giant dinosaurs flying around outside. 
You'll be fine. You're sitting duck, but you'll be fine. You <laughs> probably won't even notice you. <laughs> They'll be chasing the plane yeah. as you pull out this fucking rainbow-colored parachute. So, again, these these are things that kind of bother me. Now, before, before I go any further, I do, I do want to touch on there's a line uh, in Jurassic Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom that uh, that got me thinking. G- Before I tell you what it is, how do you guys feel about Owen and Claire? Do you feel like they always have everybody else's best interests in mind and they're doing the right thing throughout all these movies? Do you guys feel that way? No. Okay. I don't know about everybody, but they definitely had the group. Girl's best interest. They got the girl's best interest in mind, and they got the dinosaur's best interest in mind. Yeah, everyone but, else is just fuck them. Why do you say that, Bob? Because they're literally saving fucking dinosaurs. We can't coexist with dinosaurs. If you if you listen to Ian Malcolm at all, he's one hundred percent right. Everything he said in the first one, every single thing came true. And Even, yet they continue not to worry about it. They continue to think that they yeah. can they can do it. Somebody even tells her in the movie, like, Claire, what you're doing is great, but the way you're doing it is kind of messed up. This is yeah. not the way. <laughs> so, there's a, I'm, I'm looking, I can't remember his name. Mills. Mills, the guy that, uh, that works for the old man. He, uh, he decides he's going to save all these dinosaurs, right? But then you find out he's not just saving them, he's bringing them back and auctioning them all off. And, mm-hmm. uh, and making money off of them. And Claire and Owen are trapped in that cell. And they say to him, like, they're like, oh, this is so wrong. You can't do this. You can't do this. And he says, why? Well, why is it? Why? why? Claire, you literally made Abdominus. Ad- yes. Abdominus Rex. You literally made this creature from scratch. And, and, and you planned on keeping it in captivity, Right. So you exploited a living thing in a cage for money. How is that any different than what I'm doing? Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. And he's like, and you, Owen, you raised these raptors in captivity and trained them. Did, did you not see the agenda? But like, could you not tell that like, that like these are killing machines that they were going to be exploited by military, government, and all this stuff? Yeah. Like, So you guys are no different than I am. I thought, oh, fuck, man. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> it, it was. And you don't you don't look at it this way because like the, you, you, they've got the cloth over your eyes and, and and you're thinking like well they're they're just trying like they care about these animals and they're trying to save them and whatever but at the same time you got to think like I mean yeah I mean you're training these killers and and you're you bred a killer a hunter yeah. because what because the uh, owner of the park wanted more teeth so to say I mean. And now look at look at what the situation we're in. The most now. dangerous hunter too of them all. Yeah, and, and it's just so funny. But so by the time the second act starts to pick up, I get a little bit more interested uh, when they start to add in our classic characters, Ian Malcolm and. Um, and Copeland uh, was great, by the way. Yeah, always. He's not not changed. He's got a little bit older. He's got a little bit of gray, but other than that. Man, yeah, not missed to be. Yeah, I, I, I just, just love listening to him talk. <laughs> love that, says, that line when he says, "I can't stand uh, Jurassic World." <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. You made he, a promise to a, to dinosaur. a dinosaur. Yeah. 
What? Is that a dinosaur strapped to your shoulder right now? Him? <laughs> Any, anybody but him? Why Why him? Is that a yeah. dinosaur on your shoulder right now? <laughs> yeah. So just like in anything he said, easy, I, easy. I, I thought hmm. I thought Jeff Goldblum stole the movie. Him and he did. Him and Alan Grant are the only ones that thought correctly in in the whole damn trail in the whole damn series. Agreed. We need Ian Malcolm a Jurassic Park story that needs to be a movie. I'm okay with that. And and a lot of people shit on uh, Jurassic Lost World Jurassic Park. That's one of my favorite ones. It's yeah, not bad. I, like I, I thought the, he I thought he was great in the lead role. The the Jurassic World trilogy doesn't compare to the original Jurassic Park trilogy. Really? That, you don't that, think to so? Me, to me, doesn't even compare. I love the first Jurassic World. I love it. But I think yeah. they've gotten worse with each one. This one, there's only there's only like three saving graces to this one. So when I get into my spiel, I'll tell you why. But but the first three Jurassic Parks, I, I just flat out loved. Just flat out loved. What Steven Spielberg did with the first one is created a... a, a basically a horror a creature horror movie it was so intense and so creepy and and when when you first see the t-rex come on screen you're on the edge of your seat you know you got goosebumps and the other the other two had some very fun moments like that too and uh that's what i liked about the first jurassic world i thought that they were bringing all that back and with this with the second one and then with this one i i was uh, it Jurassic bothered, Park it, it bothered me. Jurassic Park Two is that the one where they took him into like New York City on the freighter or whatever? Yeah, the T Rex. Okay. Yes. See, I don't remember really caring too much for that one. Maybe I need to go back and watch them all again and see if I have a different opinion. But I, I love, love it, the but first the, I love it, but the final act. The final act was kind and of. I bad, love the third but, one. Yeah, but I, I remember not caring too much for that. Like this one kind of reminded me of that too because they're trying to put him amongst people again, and it's really not working out that well. Well, it made sense for this to do it because it's called Jurassic World. Yeah. But we never, we never fucking see it. We we, I, we don't see it. And that was one thing I loved about Fallen Kingdom too. Was it left me like anxious for this movie? Like, oh my god, exactly. I, I want to see. Next. I want to see that. And all we got was a documentary and a few a few YouTube clips. Yeah. We didn't really get to see how they were out in the world. We yeah, saw. I wanted to see how people like got used to it as well, and then you know what we, we did get to see it out in the just... world: locusts. Yeah, we got to see we got to see more locusts than we did dinosaurs. Giant locusts. Did anybody Ooh. else think that was kind of silly? I was like, are, do they have like some kind of genetic mutation or something like that? Because even though they yes. are giant locusts, how can they fly around like they did on fire? Their wings alone would burn up. I mean, yeah, they they genetically engineered them, yeah. Because when they were, I think they were all dying. I think they were all dying. Just some of them was probably thicker than the other ones. And that was nothing I didn't understand. Maybe I just missed something. But how did all those ones that were in that room, uh, the incinerator room, and then they just popped up magically? All of a sudden, I don't know. All of a sudden, (laughs) just yeah. I, I was wondering that too. They like, come alive. Those two were in there. Yeah. Oh, like they respawned like it was a video game yes yeah these are all good points man and i think it goes back to the ian malcolm argument and uh fallen kingdom again where he's just like you know we we can't coexist and like let nature take its course because uh i think what you just brought up well is the fact that uh, at the end of a uh, lost world jurassic park the t-rex gets out and wreaks havoc on the city that's one dinosaur yeah yeah so imagine when you have a, a plethora of them coming out plethora 
yeah. of them coming out. I don't know why my voice squeaked like that. Um, so, so yeah, I, I mean, again, like I'm not trying to necessarily shit on the whole movie because as it's transi- transitioning from act two to act three, I start to get more interested and I start to get more invested in it and I like the story more. And especially when they bring the Jurassic world into the Jurassic Park world, so to say. Uh, when they mesh like the, all the characters in together, I yeah. thought that was really cool, man. I thought it was that really was cool Golden bringing them all together. That was and, one of the good things. And yeah. uh, and the way Jeff Goldblum was just not cutting Owen any slack. <laughs> yeah. And and hey, just, shout out to BD Wong too. He doesn't get enough credit for being an original. That man but, is ageless, by the way. He he is ageless, but I hated how he got to become a hero. He literally, yeah. it, they made it clear in every single movie that he could give a shit less about anybody. Especially, he, uh, he wants especially that at money. the end of Fallen But this Kingdom. time, he's like, eh, you know what? I've gone too far. I didn't see him as a year. I just thought he was getting a little bit of a redemption arc. That's I guess. About it. And they were trying to make him out to be a hero because they were trying to literally use Maisie to like cure cancer. Yeah, the documentary, diseases, the documentary so. at the end was saying what he did. Yeah. Yeah, true. So yeah, I, I, these are all good points. Um, I, I did think it was they get down uh, the, the plane crashes and and uh, Owen and and the other woman whose name I can't remember the character in the movie I can't remember. Oh, I can't either. She's uh, awesome. She was. She was a really cool character. I I uh, I, I loved I loved her. I I liked her a lot more than I thought I was going to because I Kayla. thought she was I thought she was going to be a little bit Kayla. Yeah, yeah, Kayla. 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 Gotcha. So so. Kayla and Owen are going to that facility and they're walking across that ice and then they start getting one of the best scenes in the movie. Uh, However, they start getting chased across the ice, right? Yeah. And Owen, Owen falls through the ice. And do you remember why? Because they were running and they jumped. And when they jumped, when they landed, he fell through. Mm -hmm. My question is, what did they jump for? I don't the I only don't, thing I could have thought I was like it might it dove at them and they jumped right when it dove, but I don't I don't think it was anywhere close to them. So I think the jump was well, unnecessary. That, and then the dinosaur had, jumps like 10 feet out of the water and just lands on the ice and it's fine. That had that the far best away looking dinosaur, in my opinion. Yeah, no, it, with other, other than that, other was, than that, that jump, awesome. Bob loved the, the feathered dinosaurs. He kept me I love that. my attention. Mm-hmm. He was just oh. That was the thing too. Uh, once Claire does land, uh, she's she lands in the middle of the the wilderness, and she's trying to get out of there. And this big feathered like creature with these long talons comes up, huh. and there's this just this deer just nibbling on some berries, having a good time. This thing walks up and just fucking smacks it out of the way. <laughs> Fuck out of here! This is my fruit. Yeah, yeah. So, that thing was hilarious with its Freddy yeah. Krueger claws, and yeah. then. And then it turns its attention to Claire. And I, thought yeah, I don't know of, why it didn't want to eat the deer, but it wanted to eat Claire. Yeah, I thought it was really weird. It was, it was Although it that was, was an awesome scene. scene with her under the water and then it transitioned down. Yeah, but, but, then, yeah. but then the thing like, it, it starts fighting over the deer with the T-Rex. All of a sudden it's interested in the deer again, right? No, it didn't. It, did, it didn't. That was the gigantic saurus and yeah you know. okay so the, the so whole fight was, they said was just two predators being in the same area yeah i know it built it up to nothing about that why make that line oh uh, yeah about that when she says to owen oh this is just this is going to be bad this is just 
two what, what parts apex, two apex two apex predators in the same area there's only going to be one only going to be one and what's this thing do one nip at the neck of the t-rex he's like all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> fine take the deer take that's it. that's like I, I won't jump into that yet. And, he, and he slowly he walks he does the walk of shame he even puts his head down yeah god i don't even like hey, deer he was like you know what that damn deer's not even worth it i'm out and then it was funny because he comes back later and attacks the thing again like you know what i started thinking about it yeah you can go pump me out over no motherfucking deer so are you talking yeah. about the end yeah see that's, do you want to talk about that yet or not yeah, because from there to there, I don't really feel like a lot happens other than like what we've kind of skipped around, like the groups merge together. Uh, they're they're on the same mission and, and 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 all that. Like I said, nostalgic. It's really cool seeing the two groups uh, go together. Uh, and then toward the end of that, we we get um, we get that funny scene of, of, of the T Rex fighting that thing uh, for literally no reason. Yeah, I wanted to speak about that because go ahead. I didn't exactly, I didn't hate it at all, really, because I always enjoy a good monster fight, especially when it's done well and it looks good on screen. But my problem is, is I'm like, I feel like in every single Jurassic Park movie, it's always the same thing at the end. At the facility, the T-Rex yep. has to come in and fight the bigger, better dinosaur. Why, the people use it as a distract, distraction yep. to escape? Every single time, same thing. And then, like, the, he knocks the T-Rex on the thing and the people are pinned down, the other people in the helicopter, right? Yeah. And uh and I just think it's funny, like it happens again. It's going going toward them. And the T-Rex, you, you see the T-Rex just rise up out of the back after dramatically opening up his eyes. And uh, I turned to Bob and I started laughing. I was like, I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> he just gets up and walks behind it. <laughs> and they start notice, fighting again. Did you all notice when the T-Rex first showed up there at the facility on camera and it walks through that circular thing and kind of just makes like the Jurassic Park logo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a nice little nod. Um, in conclusion, uh, I I thought the first act was slow. The second act picked up a little bit, and I loved the third act of the movie. I thought the third act saved it. I I told Bob when we walked out, I said if it wasn't for that third act, I would have hated this movie probably, uh, because if it would have continued to decrease for me. So with that being said, um, did did you guys feel like the pacing got better throughout the movie, uh, going from first, second to third act? Can I take it, please, uh, please? Um, uh, let's see. No, no, just just straight up no. I I I think that there's certain good things about the movie that pretty much saves every act. I think some of the there's there's only a handful of things. There's five things to me that makes me rate this movie like I do. Okay. okay? Because first, I um, hate that we don't get to see Jurassic World. I hate it. You know, we we had two movies to build up to it, and and we just don't we don't see it. We see it in another. We there's way too much time spent in the facility. Way too much time. Um, you know, I was getting I was getting tired of that, and we got to see more locusts and dinosaurs, and that that was really bothering me. Um, the, I don't like when Owen is chasing after that guy that took his daughter and there's people around betting on dinosaur fights. They fall into the pit and I know that it's a shady place, but they all started taking bets 
on who's going to get eaten. And I didn't like that they had such little care for human life. I, I understand the, the animal fighting, but mm-hmm. I, I just thought that was silly in its own. But I will say that the chase scene on the motorcycle with the with the raptors and chasing Claire and, and all that, I thought that was one of the best scenes in the movie. I loved that. I thought that was a, a blast, fun on the edge of my seat, on the edge of my seat type thing. Um, feather dinosaurs, I brought it up to Ian several times. I thought that was really cool for, for them to add that. Yeah. But the the nostalgic characters meeting the new characters, the old characters meeting the character, I love that. That was good. But the number one thing that I loved about the movie is the main villain and how he is literally from the first one. And, you know, he's recast, but he's still playing the same character. And he even had the old Barbasol can, which yeah. I thought, which I thought was awesome. He's Dotson. Dotson. We got Dotson here. That That's him. The he, one. The nobody, one. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. The one that he. uh, uh wanted the uh, Newman I don't can't remember his name uh, <laughs> uh, 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 didn't say the magic word that yeah. guy the one that wanted the, him to steal the embryos so I uh, love uh, I Wayne, love that that's yeah. Wayne Knight by the way yeah Wayne yeah, Knight, Wayne Knight. Yeah. um I love that this was you know the end of like the entire saga because of him like he started it and uh it just shows like how far he's came to being the big tech you know rich guy who doesn't care about people's lives and wants nothing but money and stuff. I, I, I just love that. I love that we got to see something that was tied directly to the first one. I'll just say that I felt like it was a nice, even ride. I mean, yeah, the, the action picks up uh, a little bit at times, but overall I felt like it really wasn't a whole lot of stuff that we haven't seen in previous Jurassic Park movies. I don't even mind that. I mean, that's that's Jurassic Park. If you if you go to watch a Jurassic Park movie, you're going to see people running from dinosaurs. That's what Jurassic Park is. And if you don't want to see that, then don't go watch it. But I literally wanted to see it, and we don't see it. We see it in the chase scene. That is it. That is it. I I was so disappointed in the lack of dinosaurs in Jurassic World. But. Uh, you brought up the raptors, and we do have to talk about that real quick, too, because earlier we were talking about the uh, pterodactyls or whatever in the airspace and how it was attacking the airplane. And you said something. What was it you said about pterodactyls and missiles? Do you remember? Me? I didn't. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh. You don't remember? Did you tell me. Anyways, you said something about pterodactyls with missiles, and I was like, oh, yeah, that reminds me. I wanted to say something about those raptors. And the thing is, uh, the raptors that were in the cage, she was like, yeah, they got the lasers. All we got to do is point it, and they kill anything we point at. So my first thought was dinosaurs. Do you all remember that cartoon back in the day? No. Was what these was dino- dino saucers? Dino saucers? I don't think, I, don't think I do. They were like humanoid dinosaurs from outer space, and... Like had this armor on and all this stuff. But anyways, that's what it made me think of because like one of them had a laser on his back and I was like, are these raptors about to hop out of here with like lasers strapped to them right now? So I don't know. I just no silly stuff like that kind of took me out of this movie. They explained that in Fallen Kingdom with the Indoraptor uh when it's in the cage and it comes out and it's at the auction. Uh 
it's in the cage, but they shine the laser light on the guy and said that it has a targeting system that, that targets the laser. And I don't remember the scientific reasoning behind why. And then they uh, send something else to the guy and it sends like a, a, a signal or a pulse or something toward that laser toward that guy. And it makes it want to attack that target. So they do, uh, they do explain that in fallen kingdom. And that's why I thought maybe these were versions of the Indoraptors in this movie. Mm. Um, that's, that's, uh, I, I don't really remember what they look like or anything. I'm going to have to give this another watch, but, um, that's, that's the uh, impression I got about the laser thing. Yeah, I'd kind of forgotten about that until you just brought it up. <laughs> no, I, I understand. There, there's, there's a lot of, of these movies, so it's kind of hard to uh, remember everything from everyone unless you've seen them like a hundred times. Um, I think they're all fun movies, man. I know one's better than the other, and uh, some of them are a little silly and kind of out there, but like I do get, get a joy from watching all of them. Now, I do too. How about this? I'm gonna put you on the spot, both of you. Uh-oh. Starting with Wells, I want you to rate your Jurassic Park movies in the order that you like them. Oh man, all six of them. Mm-hmm. Kill me. <laughs> Ooh, that's neat. Okay. Oh, okay. You only go six to one, or one to six? Do it however you want to do it. I'm gonna go one to six personally. Okay, so one six is of course gonna be the original Jurassic Park first. Okay. Uh second favorite, I'm gonna go with the first Jurassic World. Okay. Solid. Uh third, I gotta give to was it the Lost World, the one where they crashed on the 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 island, not Jurassic. The Lost World Jurassic. Jurassic Park was the second movie, and yes, they uh, uh, that was Jurassic Park too. Yeah, okay. and uh, Jurassic Park three is the one I'm thinking of that I want to get my number three spots. In. Oh, Jurassic Park three, yeah, they yeah. Well, they go to the island to rescue the boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah, the that's one. the third one. Sorry. Okay, and then uh, number four, I'll give to Fallen Kingdom. Okay, and then uh, I'm going to say Dominion, and then last would be Jurassic Park 2. Okay. Okay. All right. Bob, do you have your order yet? Or are you still working on I it? I do. I have it. It's a little Go. easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what you, what uh, you got? We have, first, a, we have a few. We have a few the same. Number one, hands down, is Jurassic Park. I think that came out in 93, and I think it still has the the intensity and the effects that still hold up today. It holds up today. Yeah. Agree. Which I Agree. think is an amazing, amazing feat. I actually read the book not too long ago <laughs> and it, it went back and watched the movie and it makes you appreciate it a whole lot more. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and then my second favorite would have to be Jurassic Park 3. I love Jurassic Park 3. It was an hour and a half and I, to me it was just a, just a fun fun-filled dinosaur movie with uh, Alan Grant and the Raptors. That's another thing that bothered me about the Jurassic World with the Raptors being our friends. Um, uh, my third favorite would be the first Jurassic World. I love that. I thought I thought that was good. I, I talked about that earlier. My fourth would be Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World. My fifth would be Fallen Kingdom. And then Dominion would be dead last on my list. Fair. Yeah. Very fair. I respect it. <clears throat> All right, 
number one for me is obviously Jurassic Park. We're all going to agree on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jurassic Park, Lost World Jurassic Park, number two. That is my number wow. two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jurassic World is number three. Uh, I'm probably going to say Jurassic Park 3 is going to be my number four. Fallen Kingdom 5, Dominion 6. Dominion came in number six on everybody's list. Yeah, it was no. it was it was definitely my least favorite. Like I said, if it's my first, least rated out of all of them too. I take my, that back. It was number five on one, but still. Yeah, if uh, that's what I'm kind of. I, I respect that, but I can't believe you put number two last. Yeah, time. like I said, I maybe I need. To, like I said, maybe I need to go back. And that's fair. It's been forever since you've seen it. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I respect that. Um. Bob, I'm glad you brought that up. I actually do want to do uh, ratings on this movie because I gave you mine after we we left the theater. So I'm going to start with you. What would you give this one out of 10? I've actually lowered it after thinking about it, so I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I originally gave it a Mm 7, but I'm going with a Mm 6.5. That's fair. That's fair. 6.5. That's not too far off from what we said before. Uh, Ian, what, what what do you got for it? Six. It's funny because originally, Bob, I, I'm, gl- I'm glad you did this because I didn't want to be that guy. Um, yeah. I normally am. I give it a 6.5 and we left. I'm, I'm lowering it to a 6. Well, it, it, you you get to thinking about it. You know, that was our first think. impression. But then I start thinking about it. God, I got tired of seeing all those yeah. damn locusts. Yeah, once we start talking about it, you realize that there's really a lot of things wrong with this movie. Yeah. And like you have to wonder, like, without the nostalgia, would you really enjoy it so much? <laughs> did it need the og cast and it, it was two and a half to, it, it was two and a half hours and i was very excited to see it and and i pissed twice i think this movie needed the og cast or it wouldn't have held up as well as it did for us yeah uh <clears throat> although i love me. bryce dallas howard in this movie too she's yeah she and uh, she goes give some props to claire because claire goes through some shit she goes through some in, shit in all of them yeah agreed couldn't agree more okay well i mean that's pretty much all i got unless you guys got anything else that you you could think about uh these movies no i think we got it i'll I'll ask just a crazy question just to end it or whatever okay if there was going to be another jurassic park movie and you could name it what would it be i could name it Mm -hmm. that's tough well not jurassic world because that's another thing that pissed me off. It ended with them all still out. Even though that documentary said the majority of them are being caught, there's still there's still dinosaurs everywhere. And it ended with it being clear that we can't live with them. So yeah. that that bothered me. But anyway, um, what would it be called? I don't know. And they're like, they got their whole island now, but they always have an island. And stuff yeah. always goes wrong because people can't leave them alone. Yeah. Um. Jurassic, Jurassic something. I don't know. If that's too much for you right now, I understand. But it's just something I was thinking about earlier, so I thought maybe yeah. I'd ask you. Well, they, they they came out and said that this this concludes uh, 
the Jurassic saga. So I don't I don't know. That's if a problem really... too, man. If that's true, because I'm not talking about, but they have. Said I hope this is not the way the, the whole franchise is going to end. Yeah. yeah, that would be a shame. Uh, do, but do do you think it's time though? I, I mean, I if if it works, it works, and you know, Jurassic World worked. Fallen Kingdom was okay. This this was just terrible. I, I, you know, I can't I can't say I wouldn't like to see another one. I love dinosaurs. I love the I love the Jurassic Park series. You like the dinosaurs? I do. I do. Dinosaurs. I mean, hell, you know, we we bash we bashed uh, Fast and the Furious because it's just awful. But yeah. Tom Cruise is still making Mission Impossible's, and I'm lo- now, still wait them. a minute. Those are still intelligent, very well put together, thought out movies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I you know, kind of feel if, like if the Jurassic good, movies. Yeah, I would love to see it. I kind of feel like the Jurassic movies should end uh, with like a new extinction level type of event going on. Well, I feel like they tried that in Fallen Kingdom. They tried. And they say with the no. yeah with the with the volcano. That should be the end of of the movie of them about ready to be extinct as the people are trying to escape wherever they are. I think I think that would be a good end to the Jurassic saga. Saga. Yeah. All right, guys. I mean, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much all I got. Um, I like I said. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm torn because I don't know if I want to see more because I feel like it's been a steady decline in each one. Um, They're always going to be fun for us to go see, and we're always going to be interested in checking it out. But do they need to make more? No, they just well. And 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 to Bob's point, yes, there's a lot of uh, Mission Impossible's, and we got another two part series coming up. But I feel like those have been going strong, and those are steadily. like, if not getting better, definitely equally in line with being just as good as the next yeah. um, or the previous one, I should say. And uh, I feel like um, with these these movies that we were talking about, Jurassic Jurassic Park, the series, and then um, Fast and Furious, another example, they've steadily gone downhill on a decline for me as well. So um, it, uh, it 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 would be nice to basically. Get another one if I knew it was going to be better than these. But like I said, like I'm not hopeful because of uh, because of where they've gone. You know what I mean? Like if if they were equally as steady as the other series that we had named, like Mission Impossible, it'd be one thing for me to get excited about. Like I do Mission Impossible, but not necessarily Jurassic Park. Because like I said, they just kept progressively gotten worse. But uh, I've grown on enough about that. Anyway, with that being said. Um, Derek is going to pop back in and Derek is going to uh give give us give us the plugs here, some merch and, and all that good stuff. Um D- Derek, would you like to uh would you like to jump in here, buddy? Yes, sir. Thank you very much for listening to our Jurassic World Dominion review. I can't wait to listen to it after I actually get a chance to watch the movie. Uh, if you're not following us on social media, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and also on YouTube. If you're watching to us on YouTube right now, thank you so much for coming to our YouTube page. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, ring the bell, do all the things you're supposed to. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure that you are rating and reviewing us on every platform that you listen on. And uh, if you want to pick up some sweet, sweet merch, the link is in the description of this episode for our merch store. Um, 
I think that's all I got. I'm going to throw it back over to Ian for the outro. Fade into the distance. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Anywho. Well, that's pretty much going to sum it up. Uh, I think that pretty much sums, a, <clears throat> sums up what we're all thinking. Um, Wells, do, would you like to um, take us out by reading an excerpt from Jurassic Park, the book? Uh, if I had it handy, I actually would because it's a very good book. And if you're a fan of Jurassic Park, I recommend you read it because it was, I don't, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't read a whole lot of books, but that was one of those books when I picked it up and started it. I was just curious and checking it out and I couldn't put it down. Really? Yeah. Nice, man. And is nice. that the only one or did you read other Michael Crichton's? No, that's not, that's the only one I've read. Cause I'm pretty sure he wrote part two too, didn't he? I'm that I can sure. tell you. I definitely want to look into these now, especially if Wells is reading them. Right. Because if it's not comics, he usually don't read things. Very yeah. true. Very true. Very true. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us. This has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast for Derek, Bob, Ian, and myself. We are signing off. Goodbye. Good night. And we love you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yay. <laughs>